0: If Columbus came back today, it's the only island he would recognize. The drive from the airport to the capital on the other side of the island takes about 90 minutes because you're going through tropical rainforest and mountains. Welcome to the Island
1: Travel Podcast. That was Dr. Bob McGuire talking about Dominica, a place where he's visited every year for decades. In this episode, Dr. Bob shares all kinds of tips and insider knowledge about this amazing island in the Caribbean. Enjoy. What took you to Dominica?
0: I arrived in Dominica in August of 1969 as a U.S. Peace Corps volunteer. I ended up staying there for three years. Dominica was transitioning from being a colony of the United Kingdom or England into becoming an independent nation.
1: Dominica, which a lot of people will confuse for like the Dominican Republic, it has about 70,000 people. It's in the lower Caribbean. And formerly, it was a French colony. And so many people do speak French there today, or is that not the case?
0: Well, yeah. Dominica is actually located between Guadeloupe and Martinique, Guadeloupe and Martinique are to France like Hawaii is to the US. It's not physically part of France, but it politically it's France. So Dominica had been a French colony until the British took it over in the uh, 1700s, but many of the place names in Dominica are French and most of the population speak French-based Creole, which is very similar to the language spoken in Haiti. So Dominica's culture is a really a mixture or melange to use the French of kind of a British and a French and an African based population. But one of the things that makes Dominica very unique is the fact that it's the only island in the Caribbean that has an indigenous population. The people who lived there before the Europeans came. And these would be the people who used to be called by Europeans as Caribs, but the people themselves they they have embraced their traditional name, which is called Kalinago. So Dominica also has a population of Kalinago people who live there. Why is that? Yeah, I mean it's 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 a small island, although it is the largest of the windward and leeward islands. Uh, but still, it's small. It's it's only about 300 square miles. But it's exceedingly rugged. Um, I'm told that Dominica has a kind of an on-a-kilometer basis. It's more rugged than even Switzerland. It has eight volcanoes. Fortunately, those volcanoes are dormant. Sometimes you'll feel a little shaking of the earth, but that's, that's the Caribbean in general through the, um, the geological fault lines that are there. But, but because the island was so rugged, the Europeans were not very successful in transforming it into a a sugar colony or a coffee colony. And the Kalinago people were able to resist colonialism. The common wisdom is that if Christopher Columbus, who saw Dominica from his ship and named it because he saw it on a Sunday, so he named it Dominica. If Columbus came back today Um, It's the only island he would recognize because it has not been developed nature-oriented with a small population, a very, very beautiful place.
1: Interesting. Just, I guess, a brief side note. I mean, one thing I've learned, I mean, wherever you have more mountainous areas tend to be the places that are most uh, able to preserve you know kind of who they are they're easier to defend
0: i would say so that that's a that's a very interesting uh, statement and it's probably correct although in dominica the vast majority of the people live scattered along the coast but when need be you know they could always and historically they could always hike into the interior and isolate themselves and resist
1: you actually played a part in, you wrote a song when you were there as a Peace Corps volunteer that ended up, you know, becoming something, uh, an important song for the country. What's What's the story on that?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, interesting. You know, the old expression that even the blind squirrel can find the occasional acorn. <laughs> yeah, I have a little background in music. And, and when I was there early on in my stay, I one night I sat with my guitar and wrote a ballad it was kind of like an ode to the island and its people. I took the song to a local folk group, and they uh, they loved the song, and they recorded it in 1971. Over time, it evolved uh, to be kind of this alternative national song of Dominica. I'm told that sometimes uh, it's played in the place of the national anthem. The national anthem was bequeathed to the island by the British um, and it's kind of a martial martial music, whereas my song is kind of a quiet ballad um, extolling the beauty and splendor of the island.
1: Could that be found on the internet or, or somewhere or spot? Oh,
0: yeah, or yeah. There's a there's a video version of it on YouTube. If you um, if you uh, Google my name, uh, M A G U I R E Bob McGuire and Dominica. It'll give you an idea of what the island looks like, and and my song is the uh, backdrop to that.
1: What's the name of the song?
0: The name of the song is Dominica, Land of Such Beauty.
1: You've had a cottage there for a number of years, and you visit there, I think, at least every year. That's right. I
0: visit several times a year. A lot of the people who visit Dominica, actually, they come in from Martinique or Guadeloupe on ferry boats. There are these uh, very modern ferries that travel two or three times a day. Uh, The trip will take you a couple of hours. It's very scenic. It's very comfortable. A lot of people from France travel to Martinique or Guadeloupe on, you know, direct flight. And then uh, a number of them decide that they'll jump on a ferry and go spend three, four days in Dominica. Um, And people do it because Dominica has all this verdant natural beauty. Waterfalls, springs, uh, bubbling rivers, um, scuba diving, snorkeling, whale watching. Um, It's just a beautiful place. When I go there, I basically go there to just kind of of hang out and, and refresh. It's a great place if you want to do some thinking, some writing, one thing I should mention is, Dominica has probably the best uh, Wi-Fi system in the Caribbean right now. So you you don't stay disconnected. You can disconnect if you want to, but in um, 2017, Hurricane Maria struck Dominica, a really bad blow. It really devastated the island. Um, the island is bouncing back um, quite nicely. And- but um because the entire um uh system of telecommunications was wiped out that system has been brought back with the most modern fiber optic uh wires and so on that you could want it's fast and uh, i i have taught online from my cottage this uh this winter i taught a grad seminar at george washington university it's a great place to visit to relax, recharge. Uh, if you're a writer, sit down and write. If you're a lover of nature, go on hikes, visit waterfalls, and so on. It's just, it's, you know, if you love casinos, go someplace else. Yeah. Um,
1: okay. well, what if what you been, uh, Just to mention maybe a couple places on the island, a couple sites or particular, you know, volcanoes or trails that people should check sure. out. And and what's kind of a road that goes around the island and and how how best to get around to see these places?
0: Right. Okay. Uh, well, we'll start with getting around. Um, You can travel by public transportation around the island, but, um, you know, it's kind of a little hit or miss thing. Uh, Every day there's there's um, kind of vans that are turned into buses. There's buses and they they come into the capital city from surrounding villages all over the island. And, uh, you know, and then they take people back in the evening. So there, there is a public transportation system. The best thing you'd want to do is either um, hire a guide or hire a car. Um, and you can do either of those things. The roads are quite good. And uh, you do drive on the left-hand side. It's the British system. Mm. So you have to be a little careful about that. But, you know, you get used to it. People move at a fairly slow pace. So where should you go? A, a lot of people start their visit by, by exploring what's called the Roseau Valley. Roseau is the capital city. Mm-hmm. And just behind the capital city, there's this wonderful valley that can take you to um, Trafalgar Falls, the lovely waterfalls. And there's a park area there. And <clears throat> the government of Dominica has a pretty good park service so you know they have guides they have um little exhibits and so on but so trafalgar falls is a great place to go um if you want to hike a little f- more into the valley there's a place called the boiling lake it's actually um a volcanic crater that the where the water boils and you walk through an active a geological zone with fumaroles and sulfur springs. Lower down in the Roseau Valley, there's a lot of hot springs, and some local entrepreneurs have set up kind of hot tub type situations. So the the Roseau Valley itself is a wonderful place to, to explore. There's a national hiking trail that runs from north to south. It has like 13 segments. Things are fairly easy to get to in Dominique if you have your own transportation. The the National Hiking Trail, which is called the Y2 Kubuli Trail, and that long word, Y2 Kubuli was the indigenous name of the island. A lot of people go to Dominica if they're scuba divers or snorkelers, one of the best sites in the Caribbean, on the Caribbean side of the island. There's a place called Champagne Bay, which you can snorkel or scuba dive, and, and it's called Champagne Bay because of all the bubbles that come up from underneath the floor of the sea, because, again, it's a geologically um, active area.
1: And what about the so, beaches? Uh, there's not many beaches on Dominica, right? It, it's not a place. Yeah,
0: Dominica is not known for its beaches, but there are some beaches. Um, and, and because of its volcanic nature, all the beaches are black sand. And one thing I liked about the beaches, because, frankly, I'm I'm fair-complected and I, I get burned easily, Mm-hmm. Is that uh, unlike the beaches I grew up with on the east coast of the US, you know, there's mm-hmm. there's shade available on the beaches from the trees that, that grow in the area. There are historical sites. Um there's a fort that was built in the northeast, sorry, northwest part of the island that also played a role in the first mutiny by Afro-Caribbean British soldiers.
1: Interesting. So yeah, it's got some history and it sounds like a lot of nature, a lot of hikes. Um, Just to give people an idea, I mean, if you were to circle the island, could you do that in a single day?
0: You could, yes. But I would think that the better strategy would be to set a couple of days aside and go in different parts of the islands. And, And along, you'd be mostly based on the West Coast, but on the East Coast, which is the Atlantic side of the island, and a bit more rugged and isolated. Okay. For that, I had a friend come visit me recently, and and we took off one morning and we oh. drove to the other side of the island to a, a lovely place called Rosalie Bay. When we had a great um, local lunch there and hung out, you know, and then drove back leisurely.
1: If, if there's one or two things that you just really particularly like about Dominica, about the culture or the lifestyle,
0: I, I think. One of the things that uh, we hadn't talked about so far, but is very, very important to everybody, is food. I very much enjoy the food. We would start out, I guess, with the rum. <laughs> rum punch is quite good. Um, they have good coffee, and there's a, an enterprise on the uh, uh, eastern side of the island now making excellent chocolate. But if you're going to eat something, I would recommend something that, that Dominicas call a braf it's like a, a soup or a gumbo and uh tra- it's a traditional fi- a dish that tends to have fish people eat a lot of fish um it has dumplings and it has uh, ground provisions ground provisions dasheen and tanya they're like yams in a sense and then there's a lot of fresh vegetables in dominica so the food is quite good i mean what is the cost
1: usually for these things are the prices pretty reasonable
0: Yeah, well, the um, the currency in Dominica is the Eastern Caribbean dollar. And one U.S. dollar is equal to Mm $2.67 EC. So you can get a good local meal for um, $15, $20 local currency. You know, you do the division, you're paying like $8 U.S. for um, a very nice meal. You can make your, your money stretch in Dominica. There, there's um, another thing that I enjoy doing, the moon in Dominica, when, when you have a full moon, it's really, really bright. You can go outside and read a book by the light of the moon, it's that bright. One of the traditions in Dominica um, is that when there's a full moon, people like to have outdoor picnics um, by a river or by the beach. And that's quite a nice thing to do uh, because it's, you know, it's nighttime, but but you have that moonlight is so bright. So, you know, people take something to drink, something to eat, oftentimes chicken or macaroni and cheese is another Mm -hmm. popular dish. One of my favorite activities is just kind of sitting on the veranda of my cottage and uh, relaxing, reading Uh, the birds come by. There's tons of hummingbirds in the area where I live. Uh, Dominique has parrots, um, indigenous species of parrot. So if you're a bird, if you're a birder, and then I love to be there during one of the holiday seasons, which would be obviously Christmas. um, But during the carnival season or in November during the Mm -hmm. independence period, because there's a lot of musical performances that go on.
1: What's an idea of the weather like throughout the year? Is it roughly the same it, it's
0: roughly the same. It gets a little warmer in the summertime, but um, it depends where you are in the island. My, I stay about 1,300 feet above sea level, and frankly, I go to Dominica in August to cool off from okay. Washington, D.C., uh, because it's cooler there then. But But the ideal time to visit, at the end of the hurricane season, which let's say mid-November, through April, May, it's just delightful. The temperatures tend to hover from the upper sixties in the night to the low to mid eighties during the day. It's a rainforested, wet climate, but the rain tends to come and go. There's tons of rainbows all the time.
1: Anything that you'd suggest that people avoid?
0: I should I should say that Dominica is a very safe okay. place. You go out at nighttime, you're a little more cautious, but you don't get harassed by people. People are not begging and that sort of thing. You can drink the water. I mean, you don't have to even avoid the water, but avoid swimming on the Atlantic side of the island because the sea there is very rough and people have drowned trying to go in the sea on that side of the island. If you want to go in the water, go on the Caribbean side. It's like a warm and lovely lake.
1: Okay, well, thank you very much, Dr. Bob, for talking about Dominica that I'd uh, love to visit sometime soon. And
0: If anybody uh, wants to go there, um, they can look me up through my Airbnb listing, get in touch, and I'll be glad to uh, provide some advice and be a mentor for a trip. Thank you.